Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around to hurt you. Movie love for movie lovers. Dun 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 dun. dun. Welcome again to F This Movie, the official podcast of FThisMovie.com. Scary movie love for scary movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley, and I'm super excited for this week's show because we are wrapping up Scary Movie Month 2021, as we always do, by covering a horror franchise. This year we are covering the Hatchet franchise, Hatchet 1, 2, 3, and Victor Crowley, a.k.a. Hatchet 4, which means I'm joined for this very special franchise episode, as always... By Mike Pomero. Hi, Mike. Hey, hi. Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm good. How's your scary movie month? Great. How about you? It's been pretty good. Not burnt out? Uh, I don't think so. I'm excited good. to watch stuff that's not horror, but not because I'm sick of horror. Okay. But I just have stuff that's been piling up that I'm like, oh, I'm excited to watch this, yep. but I can't yet. That's good. Like Dune. I haven't seen Dune yet. Same. But I'm going to go tomorrow to see it. So. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Very nice. So I'm excited. So I do. I do every once every once in a while. Dip my toes in non horror in October. Yeah. Well, I saw a movie yesterday that's not horror that you and I are going to be podcasting about in the near future. Oh, okay. Finally got to see it. So uh, stay tuned for that, everybody. Yeah. I'm guessing you all know what it is. Um, yeah, but it's been a good month. The scary movie challenge went very well. I don't know. You know, we're recording this on Thursday, October twenty eighth. So I don't know what the final count will be. But I want to once again thank Miko for counting every day because that yes. is just a pain in the ass, and he's so great about it. And he posts posted on Twitter. So make sure you guys follow him. Um, should we do our seven word reviews? Yeah, sure. All right. For the last time this scary movie month, here are some of our favorite seven word reviews. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. Todd Slade on Halloween 2007. Like Halloween. Sorry, I'm already laughing. Like Halloween, but more fucking shouting. Shit! <laughs> How dare you, Todd Slade. Um, <laughs> Wishmaster. Uh, Joel Edmondson of Wishmaster. Ah, yes, the secret to basketball. Stillness. <laughs> I had to include that for Adam. Yes. Uh, Ryan on Halloween Kills. That morgue could really use some curtains. I picked that one because I watched this with Chrissy, yeah. my wife, and she could not get past how how open that uh, morgue was. Yeah. She brought that up quite a bit. So. Okay, nice. Well, good. I'm I can only you. assume her name is Ryan online. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sneaky bastage of single white female. Don't care. I'd still room with JJL. <laughs> yes. Sneaky bastage. I am with you. Yep. Uh, Reed Strickland on Scream 4, scary movie or advice for bad golfers? <laughs> uh, Lauren B. of The Void, does my health insurance cover tentacle C-section? <laughs> Alex O. on The Howling, howl of a year for werewolf movies. Very nice. Yeah. Jan Peters of Killer Workout, I'm just trying to cancel my membership. <laughs> I wrote that one too. That's so funny. 
Uh, <laughs> Adam Risky on 10 Cloverfield Lane. I wouldn't have made it two days. I have I'm, an Adam Risky as I'm well. I'm with you, Adam. Oh. Uh, Prince of Darkness. Jameson Parker's mustache should have auditioned for Tombstone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Chris Cooper on Frankenstein Created Woman. I think Created Woman is a bit generous. <laughs> Uh, Maddie Kakulka of The Bride of Frankenstein, 1935. Dumb mob couldn't make evil die either. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Epler on The Fog. Movie stops for Adkins to fuck perfection. Yes. Uh, Ross of Friday the 13th, 2009. No telekinesis, heart eating, or vengeful paramedics. And I've never actually thought about that, but when you look at it as a sentence, you're like, oh, right. All of those things are in Friday the 13th movies. Telekinesis, yep. heart-eating, vengeful paramedics. Uh, two of our favorites, at All least. All part of the same series. That's yep. right. Yeah. Uh, Jack C. on Slumber Party Massacre. I am also totally eating that pizza. <laughs> Lindsay Wilkins of The Mad Magician. Magician always reveals secrets when killing you. <laughs> James Garcia on Crimson Peak. Jessica Chastain. That's it. That's the tweet. Yeah, agreed. Mm -hmm. Ben Peterson of Alone in the Dark. Palance is a punk. Pleasance is a runt. Uh, Adam O. on Prom Night. What's your school's name, man? Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> William Smith of the Funhouse. Little Frankenstein learns it's per nut, not per night. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I had one more because I had to knock out Jam Peters. Because okay. I did the so got it. Yeah, I did the killer workout. Uh, All right. Andrew Shaw on Halloween Five: Revenge of Michael Myers. Who keeps giving Doctor Loomis a gun? I have three more. Jennifer of old. Don't trust someone promising a secret beach. Chase Spence of The Descent Part 2. Hold up. That wasn't decent at all. <laughs> and Monkey of Fun Size. I wonder if Captain Chicken saw Titan, <laughs> which is another great car fucking joke. Yep. Uh, for those of you fun size fans, which I know you are. I am. Victoria Justice. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mike, mm -hmm. have you seen anything scary lately? I have. I've had a, I, I don't know that this makes for an interesting uh, segment, this part of the podcast, so I apologize, oh, but <laughs> listen, I only bring my best for you. Um, because it's time for Boring Corner. <laughs> With Mike. Um, By the way, back in the studio for the first time in over a year. Yeah, I got to be honest. I was like pretty nervous. Why? I don't know. Because this makes me nervous anyway. And then like I really Podcasting haven't been in here. General? Yeah. And then I haven't been here in a long time. So I've spent the last, you know, over a year listening to everyone is so good on this podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm bringing boring You're corner. You're so good on the podcast too. Not uh, But it is fun and, to be back in person. Yeah, it's super fun. Um Okay, so I day one I watched Bad Moon. Okay, and really liked it. Yeah, I'd never seen it before. Yeah, I thought you know what maybe werewolves are going to be my thing this October. Okay, I kind of wanted a theme, but I didn't have one. Got it. Day two, I went with my nine-year-old, soon to be ten-year-old Mia, to the theater to see Dracula and Frankenstein the double feature. You did it as well. We yeah. went to different theaters. Yeah. Um. So I went with Mia and. She, we both really enjoyed it. And I've seen the Universal Monster movies a million times. I grew up with them. I love them. I had the uh, Remco, I think it is, the three and three quarter inch figures when I yeah, was a kid. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, 
I remember getting Frankenstein meets the Wolfman on VHS, and that was such a big deal. And my friend Tim came over to spend the night, and I'm like, we're going to watch this black, black and, and white. white yeah. yeah, and he yeah. was less than thrilled. But what I but <laughs> I love those movies. Get some but, culture, Tim. Right. There was something about watching it this time. I don't know if it's because I was with Is this Frankenstein Mia. meets the Wolfman or Dracula Sorry. and Frankenstein? Dracula and Frankenstein, that okay. double feature that okay. really, like, specifically Dracula, struck me in a way that it never has before. And I left there on a bit of a high and decided, you know what, I'm going to... When I watch the Universal Monster movies, I tend to just go back to the same ones. What are the ones? You know, like Dracula, Frankenstein, Bride, Creature, Wolfman. Like, just the big ones. I don't t- okay. tend to go to the sequels too often. You don't go Son of Frankenstein. Correct. Dracula's Daughter. Correct. So that, so th- so that was my mission this year, and it's been a great mission, because I have all those nice. collections. Right. And I've been watching... So many of them. One, it's great. I, for selfish reasons, the run times are so fucking short. Absolutely. That You're talking 60, 70 minutes yeah, for it, most of them. It's so great. I know yeah. everybody's busy. I do. But like our lives and my family, um, Christy particularly, October's a really busy month for her. So we just so it's just much easier to get stuff in. Yeah. But I've enjoyed them so, so much. They remind me a little bit like like, like I almost can't. I mean, I recognize some are much better than others, but I'm just, I'm at this point right now with these movies where it's, it's the way like you and I talk about Star Trek, how even bad Star Trek is good yeah, Star yeah, Trek. Cause yeah. I just, I want to be those sights and those sounds bring right. me so much comfort that right. that's where I'm totally at with okay. these. Like maybe a year from now, if I did this again, I could be more critical, no. but I'm just, I like, I'm having so much fun. Nice. Again, mo- most of them are, have been new to me. Um, what are the standouts? So again, to go to go back, Dracula really stood out to me. A movie I've seen a bunch. Yeah. For whatever reason, watching it this time, and I think JB talked about it on a podcast that he and I discussed it. That I just, I don't know. Like my seven word review is something like, "When this movie works, it works," and it really yeah. struck me this time around. I think Todd Browning gets. Um, I, I think the direction gets some shit. Um, one probably because Frankenstein comes out the same year, James James Whale, um, the Spanish version I know is you know considered a, a more dynamic version, but right. I would argue this it's super well directed in that. Um, I know the stillness gets gets shit on. Um, stillness like from basketball? Are you talking? <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, got it. Um, uh, I think it's purposeful, and I think it's you know I'm I was sitting in that theater thinking man, that. If this were 1931 and I'm watching this movie for the first time, I, I'm scared out of my mind. You'd be like, what's this phone in my pocket? <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, that that movie, uh, Bela Lugosi, who, by the way, like, uh, it, it's so funny. Anyone else playing Dracula from Lon Chaney or your Carradine? Who played, like, it, it's just not. Oh, that Carradine one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just not. Not the best. No. Either is Lon Chaney, though. No. His mustached son of Dracula. <laughs> right. The movie's um, not bad, but. Uh, no. Um, yeah, Dracula really stood out to me more than it ever has before. And I. Nice. Um, yeah, that's my hot take, guys. That <laughs> this 90 year old movie that everyone seems to really love, I love <laughs> as well. That's all. Listen, if you don't want controversy, don't bring me on here. Um, I'm the one who called down the thunder, so I, I accept responsibility. <laughs> All right, good. Um, yeah, so that's been, that's been the majority of my scary movie month. Universal um, horror. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, if I can tell another story. Yeah. Other big, 
I don't know if highlights the right word. I'll try to keep this brief. So just on the heels of Anthony talking about showing his, his kids scary movies and you, I know you and Eric had, had been doing the same. The, the, we, you know, we tend to do the same in our house. Again, we've been pretty busy, so we haven't had as much opportunity. And my oldest, Evie, is 13, is a big scaredy cat. She's yeah. the first to tell you. Right. Mia, the complete opposite. Um, you know, just wants anything and every. wants to watch anything and everything. Wanted to meet everybody at Flashback Weekend. Yes. Went around getting autographs. Ex- like, exactly. Way into it, which is You're way into it. Super cool. So, but it makes it makes trying to watch a scary movie difficult because I don't want to scar. I, I I genuinely don't want to scar Evie. Yeah. So Evie, but again, she's at this age now. She's thirteen, where her friends now are very interested in watching scary movies. So like, <laughs> Evie was with some of her friends. They were at our house. And her friends are like, Mr. Mike, do you have the Conjuring movies? I was like, I do. They're like, do you have the Jason movies? I was like, I do. They're like, do you have the one with the girl coming out of the TV? I was like, The Ring, I do. And Evie's looking at me like, dude, stop saying you have them. And I'm looking at her like, no one ever cares about my movies. This is my moment. Please let me have this moment. Um, so so her friends wanted uh, to get together and they were going to watch It, the Andy Machete. Yeah. Um, so they... So she was at her friend's house, Evie was, and we were told her, we're like, this is a great, this is honestly a great way to see it. You're with your friends. Yeah. Um, you know, I was like, they'll probably like giggle their way through it. You're fine. So she's texting Christy and I, like during the movie. <laughs> um, she was like, oh my God, they're at a synagogue, the painting. I don't like the painting. I don't like this at all. They were like, you're okay. You're okay. About an hour in, two of her friends got bored. They put on Pitch Perfect instead. What? So, right. Exactly. It's terrible. But I'm Evie- offended. Right. As as was I, but Evie was so proud of herself because she made it through an hour. I was like, yeah, "Great!" Right. Next yeah, next next day, uh, Mia cleaned her her room. So her, I told her, "If you clean your room, we'll watch Child's Play." She did. Her and I sat down to watch Child's Play. Evie sat with us, watched Child's Play in its entirety. Wow! Good job, Evie. She she literally said, "Dad, this is the new me." I was like, "You're right. This is great." Now, I've wanted to show them Psycho. I thought Evie, Mia always lists Alfred Hitchcock as one of her favorite directors, but I don't think she's actually ever seen an Alfred Hitchcock movie. So I was like, she'll check that off the list. All right, she fits in with a lot of film Twitter. <laughs> she really does. Um, <laughs> uh, so this got brought up in front of my 85-year-old mother. And my mom was, and my Did your mom say, but have sister. you seen The Omen? I, I'm going to get to The Omen in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Not to always bring up my mom and The Omen, but I've been going through something. Let me get that off my chest in a minute. So uh, we were with my mom and my sister, who's in her 60s. And Evie, we bring up the, the Exorcist, and they're like, Michael, don't show her The Exorcist. Or not, sorry, not The Exorcist. Psycho. Psycho. Okay. Like, don't show her Psycho. That movie's scary. And I'm like, hey, guys, it's, it's, it's fine. So fast forward, we had a free night. We're going to watch something. Evie's, you know, wants Hotel Transfer, Transylvania. Mia wants Sallow. <laughs> so, so I'm trying to find a happy medium, and I'm like, "Hey guys, what about let's do Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, "Guys, That's let's the happy medium. Let's do Psycho. Some um, fucked up movie, <laughs> right? So Christy says, "Yes, let's do Psycho." Mia's all, all on board. Eve's like, "But, but Grandma and Auntie Sherry said, I'm like, don't trust me. You're, yeah. You'll you'll be fine.' I was yeah. like, my biggest fear was. Evie's 13 and like her and her friends, if they see something's black and white, they just automatically are like, oh, mm. this is going to be lame and boring. Just like your friend Tim. Hey, right? That <laughs> asshole. Exactly. Um, wow, she looks awful lot like Tim. Wait now a I think second. about it. What? Wait a second. Um, <laughs> can we find out about it on the podcast? 
I'm kind of happy to hear it, actually, because <laughs> we needed something big to we happen. Did. We're 600 <laughs> episodes into this show. We need uh, something to keep us going. I should have saved this for sweep sweep. Yeah, really. So, I'm sorry. This story's so long. So we decide, we're, okay, we're going to do Psycho. So watching Psycho, Mia's into it because Mia was like me at her age. Just if it's a movie, she's into it. Evie is commenting how the music is spooky okay. she says I'm like yeah yeah okay. it is yeah, yeah. uh she's like oh actually i don't like the black and white because i feel like i don't like these shadows and i was like no you're fine you're There's fine shadows in life exactly <laughs> um shower scenes comes up i just think like through osmosis they would be yeah right no they they were totally unaware of it evie when you could see like uh norm norma norman coming through the door um like through the shower curtain, she yeah. was like, "Oh no, no, no! I don't like this." I don't. When when she gets like upset, she calls me Michael Dale. Dale's my middle name, and she's like, "Michael Dale, I have to shower tonight." And I'm like, "I'm like, you're fine." Shower scenes happen, you know, happens. Blah blah. blah. We we get to the end of the movie. I am like, "Did you guys like it?" Yeah. Eva doesn't really answer me. I was like, "Yeah, that was awesome." Um, so I'm like, "Here, let me let me go back." I'm like, "Check this, check this out, guys." And I rewind it to when you know. Norman does a, I wouldn't even hurt a fly and right. he has a face and then, right. well, you know, it starts to fade into the car getting pulled out of the swamp. And if you pause it at the right spot, you could see Norman's mother's face, like over his face and the chain looks like it's tugging on his heart. So I point this out, Evie bursts into tears. Oh no. I know. And I'm like, oh God, oh God. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, that was so scary. And I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yes, I'm serious. Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh, I did not mean to scare you. She's like, grandma told you, you shouldn't show this to me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, grandma saw this at the time it came out. Grandma yeah, had never right, seen anything right, like this. Right. Evie goes, I haven't seen anything <laughs> like this. She handled child's play. I would think yeah. Psycho would be no problem. No, not at all. So that uh, was a parenting fail. For sure. Wow. She, yeah, it really, uh, yeah, it totally worked. So I so should not show you. Psycho 98 uh, on Saturday. So I mentioned we were saying. watching Psycho Gorman. Oh, right. And I barely got the word psycho out. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's not. It, don't worry. But it really messed her up. So there's part of me, I mean, most of me felt terrible, but a part of me was high fiving Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, like, right. You, still go works. You, man. Dude. Still works. Yeah. Um, Finally, to get to my mother in the Omen, she we talk and she is always updating me on what she's watching on uh, AMC. Right. So Good big for thing her for leaving AMC. Yep. Yeah, big things this year. She keeps telling me don't show the kids uh, scream. I was like, I wasn't, I'm not showing no, them scream. No, it, it's fine. Uh, that for whatever reason really did a number on her, but keeps bringing up the Omen. And she was like, the Omen's just it's so scary. And like we, you know, we in fact you mentioned on the last podcast that. I, you know, I grew up in a very Catholic yeah. household, so The Exorcist to me is the scariest movie ever. Yeah, and I love The Omen. Don't get me wrong, but my mom, but I turn into that Twitter guy because my mom's <laughs> like, The Omen is just the scariest, and I was like, Is it the like the devil thing? You is she, your is mom. she was like, yeah, yeah, right. I almost did because she was like, <laughs> I was like, You've seen The Exorcist, right? She's like, Yeah, I've seen The Exorcist. I'm like, And The Omen is scarier. <laughs> she was like, Yeah, The Omen's scary. I was like, It's it's literally it's not. Though the Exorcist is so much scarier, like I can't get past. I, this has been all October, like because she keeps bringing up the Omen, and I keep being like, "Well, but I don't understand how you think that's so whatever." And then the Exorcist was on today uh, on AMC on Fear Fest, yeah. And I put it on in the background immediately. I'm the Twitter guy to Christy, and I'm like, I, again, my mom thinks this is not as scary as the. Omen. So 
Yeah, so it's just very funny that you brought that up because she's still on that omen. Wow, still loves the omen. I know yeah. they did like a double feature uh, on Fear Fest where they show the original and the remake, which I've never seen. I haven't seen the I never saw the remake. remake. No, and I think that's such a weird programming decision because who's honestly going to sit through <laughs> both of weird. them right in a row? My mom, maybe she might have programmed it. Does she like the remake? Uh, I actually I don't know. Okay, you should ask her. I should. Is it the scariest remake ever made? <laughs> right, it might be. It may be because my yeah. understanding is it's pretty similar to the original. It may be. I'll ask her. Um, but yeah, she's she's still all on board. Wow, the Omen. still loving the Omen. Loves the Omen. Yeah. I really like the Omen. Last October, I watched all four. Right. I don't think I've seen any of the sequels. I like the sequels. Okay, they're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I really like the Omen, but. Not scarier than Come the Exorcist. On. Come on, mom. I don't know what I think the scariest movie ever made is. Probably The Descent. Yeah, that's something. That's and that's like uh, Christy is usually very on board with whatever we watch. And I brought up like, hey, we should watch The Descent because we haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, and that was the first time she's been like, no, I, I don't. <laughs> Show it to Evie. <laughs> See how she does. Exactly. She's not gonna go spelunking anytime soon it's fine it's fine right. i've been trying to get my kids to watch uh it and i've been trying to get them to watch child's play and they shoot it down every time so i'm very impressed well if evie can get through child's play you can tell them that i honestly no today time. i was making the tri- so this saturday night when we're recording this is our annual scary movie night which i think we talked about on a podcast but uh I was putting together like the trailers and the cartoons and stuff today and honestly was like debating what trailers to put on there because I don't want to freak Evie out. Oh, like, you're okay. I appreciate that. You're honestly, you're fine. Okay. I don't think she's, I went with anything too scary. She has no trouble just closing her eyes and okay. she's fine. I can't figure her out right now. I put the Leprechaun Returns trailer in there because it's Steve Kostansky and I was like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think anything scary happens in there, but she may not like the leprechaun. <laughs> uh, she's seen the, you know, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, she, she's, yeah, she's fine. She can. She'll, she'll be all right with Psycho Gorman, you think? I do. It's not scary. You're right. Exactly. Okay. Which is why I think it's okay. She doesn't like, really, she doesn't like suspense. Okay. Well, then she'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, she'll be fine. It's a big reason why, like, I showed Mia Halloween, but, like, not because right. one of the reasons because like the right. suspense part of it she no, no 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 and how did how did mia like it oh she loved it but again yeah. she was like i she's yet to like dislike anything sure. so okay. it's, it's hard to gauge but uh no she loved show it. her halloween resurrection <laughs> just to see true right right what she thinks of it right it's not great she's she's been aggravated that she wants to watch hatchet because she's seen Digging Up the Marrow okay. and Frozen. Okay. And I was like, not yet, kid. Yeah, Hatchet's pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Well, I don't have too many things to talk about because I keep doing these podcasts, and so I keep <laughs> right. running out of stuff to talk about that I've seen. I did watch all three Annabelle movies. Oh. What'd you think? I wasn't crazy about them. Not even the uh, Comes Home? That was probably my favorite of the three. That's mine. I like that one. But I don't know that I like any of them because I just I don't think I'm really into like the James Wan school of like long silence, boo, long silence, boo. Yeah. And I don't find dolls creepy. 
Um, I don't love the Conjuring movies. I mean, again, I liked that first Conjuring movie because I was so invested in the family and I was like, I just want yes. good things for them. And the movie is kind of like that. The movie wants good things for them too. Um, and so it was kind of cool to see a, a, a horror movie that like you don't want everyone to die. The filmmaker doesn't want everyone to die. Like that's a kind of a change of pace. But I've never gone back and rewatched The Conjuring or The Conjuring 2 I can't see myself really revisiting the Annabelle movies. I'm with you there, at least with the first two. The first two are those are the types of movies that I couldn't tell you. Got into my head, I couldn't tell you anything about them. The I, second one is better than the first one. Okay. The third one is probably better than the first two. The third one's directed by the writer. Mm-hmm. Gary Dauberman, is that right? Yep. Okay. Uh, and the second one is David Sandberg, the guy who did Shazam. Okay. And Lights Out, which okay. I don't like Lights Out. But Shazam was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, do I have that right, David Sandberg? You're looking it up yeah, thank you, it. with your phone from the past. Um, <laughs> that was like my phone. Turns out, yeah, I, I can't see myself really revisiting them. Um, today, I rewatched two movies. I rewatched uh, Monster Go Home. Which is a lot of fun because talking about the Monsters movie with Erica the other day. David Sandberg. Sandberg. All right. Good job, me. Um, talking about Rob Zombie's Monsters movie yes. put me in a Monsters mood. So I rewatched Monster Go Home, which is fun. And I rewatched We Are Still Here, which I don't think I've watched since whatever scary movie night that was, probably 2015. Sure. The year it came out. I love that movie. Me too. Uh, it's really good. And it's like 80 minutes. Yeah. Love it. Me too. Yeah. Um, but I don't have a ton of other stuff to talk about. That's fine. I took up so much time. No, building up those stories. That psycho story. I'm glad that psycho still works. And I haven't been doing my seven word reviews for the hatchet movies because I didn't want to tip off what our franchise was going to be. Oh, because somebody guessed the Anaconda series because I had watched Anaconda's Hunt for the Blood Orchid because it's Dwight Little, and I just wanted to see it because (laughs) it was Dwight Little. Yeah, yeah. Not a good movie, but well directed. Okay. Uh, um, but I haven't been entering for the Hatchet series except for Victor Crowley. I watched Victor Crowley today and I entered a seven-word review for that. But okay. I don't think I've done any of the other ones. I know you have. Yeah, I have. Which Sorry, I appreciate. I I no, that's good. I'd... But if both of us were doing all the Hatchets, people would have figured it out. Yeah, okay. And now they'll figure it out when Erica posts a picture of us both wearing our Hatchet Army shirts <laughs> like dorks. <laughs> Uh, on Twitter, and people will figure it out. But that's yeah. fine. There's only a few days before right. this comes out. Right. Um, so let's talk about the Hatchet movies. Okay. Uh, this was your suggestion, and it was a good suggestion, but what was it that made you want to talk about the Hatchet franchise? Um, I One, because I'm, I'm a fan of the Hatchet fr- franchise, so I think selfishly I just wanted to... Rewatch them all. Yeah, rewatch okay. them all. It's only four movies. Um, yeah, that was kind of nice. It is nice. <laughs> we don't usually get to do, but I, short franchises, right? But also uh, because the Hatchet franchise, Adam Green, in particular, just reminds me of you. If okay. I'm being honest, and like our friendship, because I, um, I don't know that I was introduced to Adam Green by you but maybe i was but uh i love adam green um big fan of him his films podcast and 
my it's, it's weird i couldn't tell you the first time i watched hatchet but i can tell you the first time i watched hatchet 2 was right here in the basement first time i watched hatchet 3 was right here in your basement okay first time i watched victor crowley was the screening you hosted the first time i watched digging up the marrow was here in your basement yeah. first time i watched frozen was at your old place yeah so wow. i just so yeah so i like so and your your love of Halston, you introduced me to Halston. Yeah. so um yeah i just thought it'd be fun to tackle to to tackle these movies because one i like them and i like adam green and i know yeah. you're a fan and um yeah i just it's sort of like intertwined with with our friendship yeah oh, i like that I've never we've never podcasted on an Adam Green movie. I've written about him yes. a number of times. And he's always one of my him and Toby Hooper are my two favorite subjects to write about. It comes very easily to me and I'm able to like mm-hmm. get real personal with my love of their stuff. Um but we've never actually done a, a podcast on an Adam Green movie. So That's this wild. is kind of cool yeah. that we get to talk about the Hatchet movies. Agreed. Um so I okay, let's start with the original 2006. Do I have that right? <laughs> oh, I, have it down. Really I have sorry. it on Wikipedia. I'm so bad at this. 2006, but it's possible it didn't come out till yeah, it yeah, didn't come out in the US in the US till 2007. Do you remember the first time you saw Hatchet? I watched it on cable. Okay. And I kicked myself because I didn't see it theatrically. I know I did not see it theatrically. It played theatrically at the AMC near us and at the time I just didn't know anything about it and I was like something about the marketing annoyed me like the whole old school american horror thing i was like what come mm-hmm. on right um and now of course i understand exactly why they went with that marketing and probably should have bought into it but i didn't at the time so i watched it like on demand on cable which means i watched a rated version and didn't see the unrated until probably the blu-ray came out same i don't remember i remember watching it i think i watched it with thos okay with adam thos okay um, it's a good uh, movie to watch, like in a group. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was the first time Christy had seen it. Oh, okay. And she, I think I put in my seven word review, just said, "Oh my god!" Like <laughs> throughout the <laughs> that would have been there. Erica's response. Yeah. I watched it without her, but <laughs> yeah. that would have been her response. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun to watch it with her. Yeah, but yeah, I think I watched it with with us, and um, I, I like you, was sort of going into it already a little annoyed. For the same, same for the same reasons. Why I'm not are we such of, I know exactly. Um, but yeah, but uh, came away really, really liking it. Yeah, and um, yeah, like the, this series. This series is fun because it it feel. I mean, we could almost like talk about these movies as just one big thing because because right. this is is this the first series we've done that. Is one voice like Adam? You know, I know he didn't direct the third one, but he wrote all four. Is uh, we did Phantasm. Oh, we did. Yes, you're right. Did Coscarelli write Ravager? I thought he did. Okay, I know he didn't direct it. Right, but yeah, we did the fan. I, I was wondering that as I was watching that. Uh, no, watching that's these true. movies. The same thing. Is this the first franchise that's like sort of consistent in that way, where it's one person responsible for all right. of them? But as you said, he didn't direct part three. Um, that was B.J. McDonald, who had been a camera operator, I think, mm-hmm. on uh, several of the movies. But um, yeah, and I, I honestly had originally planned to watch at least the first three back to back, which I've never done because of the way that they're structured. They're set up to be sort of yeah. watched that way, that it's one continuous thing. The 
the movies literally start where the last one left off. Um, but I didn't get a chance to do it. I had to split them up, unfortunately. Yeah, I did too. That's a great. I didn't think to do that though. That's yeah. a great idea. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm was a fan right away. Um, of the of the first one, I love the you know watching it this time. I was just sort of struck with how fun it seems like everyone is having. I yeah, understand. I, yeah. I know is a you know a miserable a, shoot. A, a miserable shoot. Right. I I do know that, but. Um, th- if I had r- remotely the writing talent, directing talent, any of the talent that Adam Green had, and I and I can make my own features, mm-hmm. um, this is what I would want to do. Not necessarily hat, you know, hatchet, but that kind of tone. Okay. Um, I love that. There's just there's just a sort of I don't want to say joy to them, but there 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 is it there there's a fun it's it's very it's very fun it's never yeah. as gory as it is and as gross as it is and it right. never it's it's never um it doesn't overwhelm me do you know what i mean like it's not it's not oppressive for me okay um i just i yeah i just have i have a good time with these movies i can watch them when i the way i could like friday the 13th or yeah i totally um, agree i rewatch them pretty regularly i feel like mm-hmm. Um, and I do weirdly watch them out of order. Like I can throw on two without watching sure. one. Uh, kind of just depends on what I'm in the mood for. On this rewatch, there was like that. The the thing with the girl in two struck me as weirdly mean spirited. There's a lot of like um, genital. There is. <laughs> mutilation or I don't know what you want to call it. Like people getting hit in the crotch with weapons. Um, and the girl getting the hatchet between the legs yeah. struck me as weirdly mean spirited mm-hmm. from yeah, a filmmaker I who I don't see as mean spirited. Right. Um, but the guys get the chainsaw between the legs and Felissa Rose gets the arm between the legs exactly. and it's, it's a lot of, uh. People getting their crotches destroyed, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, the only one that really struck me as being like "eesh" was the the girl getting the hatchet between the legs. Yeah, no, I, I can't argue that. But I don't think the movies are mean spirited overall. No. It's just that one moment out of four movies. So mm-hmm. I'm not criticizing Adam right. Green. I know I'm with you there. Do you have a okay. favorite of the franchise? Maybe two. Interesting. Okay, because I want to say one, but but I really think. Daniel Harris. Who is Adam Green's favorite? Oh, is it? I've heard him say. Oh, okay. Yeah. The the addition of Daniel Harris is such a it, it's such a boost for me. Yeah, um, it's unfortunate that she couldn't have been in part one. It is because um, then one would have been the runaway right favorite. Right, exactly. Yeah. I really think Daniel Harris like tips it tips two for for me. Um, I'd watch a whole series of her and Tom Holland just going on adventures <laughs> in New Orleans. Um, I love that he cast Tom Holland. Oh yeah, he's yeah. good. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I would go. Yeah, it'd be between one and two, but I'd I'd go okay. two. Okay. How about you? Victor Crowley might be my favorite. Victor Crowley, I will say, um, I've seen it a number of times now, and it gets yeah. uh, better every time. Yeah. Um, I see it when we were at Flashback Weekend, the horror local horror con. Um, Mia wanted to meet Kane Hodder. Um. 
and there were people in front of us who who were getting some Victor Crowley thing signed, and, oh, he, nice. and he asked them which was their favorite movie, and of the four, and they said Victor Crowley, and he said, "I'm hearing that answer more and more as yeah. I do these conventions." Um, and I thought that I thought uh, at the time hearing him say that, I was like, "Well, that's interesting." I wonder if that's like recent <laughs> Bold choice, live. right? Hot take, right? But then watching it, uh, yeah, watching it this time, I I I, I totally get it. Um, yeah, like I said, it gets better every time. Yeah, every time I see it. Do you have a least? Well, I can kind of guess what your least favorite is. Yeah, it's three. Yeah, mine too. Why do you suppose that is? You know, I was trying to wrap my head around that before. <laughs> Not to be negative. No, I know about a series that we love, but um, I think one of the things that bums me out is it sidelines Daniel Harris I big think. time. Yeah, I think that uh, that's a mistake for me because she's really you know she goes from the jail cell to the back of the squad car right. to. Um, it's a movie where everybody bickers all the time. Yeah. There's a little bit of that throughout the franchise right. because it's just people trying to figure out how to survive. And a lot of times it's people thrown together trying to figure out how to survive. So there's going to be some of that bickering, but it really stands out to me in three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And like the Sid Haig, I love Sid Haig, but like it, that whole. Oh, yeah, that scene doesn't he, work. No, he's just <laughs> there for the, you know, racial jokes. And- yeah. Yeah, that don't really work. Yeah. yeah, no. So, yeah, I don't dislike three, but it's no. It's, I could watch it any time. Right. I like that it it's bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, they they increase in scope with each movie. Um, so three is meant to be sort of the the aliens of the franchise. Sure. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think B.J. McDonald does a good job. I agree. Directing it, I do miss Adam Green directing. I do too. I do too, but it's it's not so much of a a gap. No, uh, it's not like you're two. you're not like oh my gosh, somebody else is yes. clearly. And I know Adam Green was on set the whole time, yep. uh, and was involved in a lot of mm-hmm. the making of that movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, always fun to see Derek Mears. Yes, he's, in, he's <laughs> having a good time. Yeah, exactly for sure. Um, Zach Algan is fun. Yeah. Um, Caroline Williams. Sure, it's good. Um, yeah, no, she, I, I like. Do you know she says that she's playing stretch? Have you heard no, her say that before? No, I'm not buying it. No, you don't get to do that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> also, that's not how stretch is going out. Like, stretch didn't survive say, the like, events of want... Texas Chainsaw Massacre two to get her head pulled off by Victor Crowley. Yeah, exactly. So I don't buy it. But buy she it. has said. That stretch changed her name, and that's who she's playing. Oh, that's interesting. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not my stretch. No. Um, Hashtag not all stretches. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I think my big takeaway from this rewatch was that Victor Crowley is uh, better than I ever gave it credit for, and I always liked it, but... I think it's probably the best directed of all of them. I think the cast is the strongest. Man, the cast like Laura Laura Ortiz. I just yeah. love her and everything. I think Tiff, Tiffany Shepis is so fucking good. Yeah, and, and Victor Crowley and it like it. I I hate it. I hate. Yeah, it's hard to watch. It is hard to watch, but she's she's just terrific. And I wrote a whole thing once about her character and how she represents like oh, yeah. that. This is Adam Green's divorce movie yeah, and how it, she represents sure the dreams of being married and having kids, like literally dying and. I don't think I was off on that. No, I don't think you are at all. 
Um, yeah, she's terrific. Felicia Rose is hilarious. Super fun. Yeah. I think and she's again, doing it was her super mode. fun to go see that because, again, I'm so jealous of the people who got to see the, the, the first audience for that movie because, again, they thought they yeah. were there for a 10th anniversary cool. screening of Hatchet. And all of a sudden he's like, well, actually, we're going to show you a brand new Hatchet movie. Here's Victor Crowley. But we knew nothing about the movie except that it was Hatchet 4 when we went to see it in Chicago with Adam Green in attendance. So every new person who shows up is like, holy shit, look who it is. There's yep. Chase Williamson. Holy shit, look who it is. It's it's Laura Ortiz. Look who it is. It's Tiffany Shepis. It's whoever, yeah. you know. Dave Sheridan. Dave Sheridan, yeah. Who I, I really like in the movie. I really, yes. I like that he's a buffoon but also a hero. Yeah. To 100%. Uh, and is heroic throughout the movie, not yep. just his last gesture, yep. but everything he does yep. is like kind of heroic. He's trying to help. He's doing his best, but he's also a clown, yes. you know, and he's very funny. Yeah, he is. But he walks that, that, that line so well yeah. Um, that, yeah, you, he's, a, like you said, a total buffoon, but I believe every heroic moment yeah. he has. Yeah, no, he's he's great. And I thought Jane Levy, fake Jane Levy, was going to be the final girl. Mm-hmm. So the movie has surprises. Yep. Uh, no, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big fan of Victor Crowley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really hope we get another one. I don't know what the plans are right now. Right. And Adam Green is super secretive about that kind of stuff. Right. So it'll be one of those things where it's like, oh, by the way, here's Victor Crowley too. Right. You and I are going to show up to every anniversary screening of. Uh... Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fly around the country and. <laughs> Show up every time there's an anniversary yeah. screening. I almost got to see Hatchet 2 theatrically. I got to see Hatchet th- 3 theatrically, even though it was, I first saw it on VOD, but then Flashback did a screening of it. Mm-hmm. So I got to see that uh, on the big screen, even though it was probably just a DVD being shown, you know. Uh, but Kane Hodder introduced it. But I was very close to going to see Hatchet 2, and I pulled up Showtimes, and it was like, what the hell? Because it, it was only showing downtown, and I pulled up Showtime's the week it came out, and I was like, "Well, that's weird. It's gone already." And that, of course, oh, that is sucks. the whole controversy behind that movie. That AMC pulled it. Mm-hmm. It was like on the Tuesday that it came out that I was going to go see it, and it was already gone. So I never got to see Hatchet Two theatrically. You you watched it for the first time here with me, right? Yeah, I think so. Because I remember, yeah, I, yeah, I think you did. Because okay. I feel like we were both like reacting. went out and bought the Blu-ray and then watched it here. Yeah, yeah I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I also, I, I think what this is going to sound stupid, but what has also grown on me over time is Victor Crowley himself. Okay. Um, I, I like. Uh. Yeah, I didn't always like love the design. Really? At okay. first, yeah. And okay. and but again, that that's a me problem. I don't know what I don't know what that was. Um but yeah, over time I like grown to really love it. I love how like wet and <laughs> go- I Adam Risky's like hating this, but like how goopy <laughs> how goopy he is. Like right out of a Del Toro movie, Adam. Um Yeah, and again, like rewatching him. This time I'm like, no, I'm fucking fully on board with, with, uh, with the makeup and yeah, it's, it's the kind of thing where, um, I've seen plenty of filmmakers sort of cynically try to create the next horror icon. 
but Victor Crowley is like the real deal and actually managed to become the next horror icon. We haven't really had, you know, Jigsaw, I guess, would be the only other one of the 2000s, right? I mean, Pennywise yeah. kind of. Right. Pennywise was maybe already established. Who else? Like more recent? Uh, yeah. I mean, not everybody would know Victor Crowley. Everybody would know Jigsaw. Not every, Except for horror nerds. Not everybody is necessarily right. going to know Victor Crowley. Right. So I, I recognize that he's not Freddy Krueger. He's not Jason Voorhees. He's not Michael Myers. No, but he's got a Toonie Terror. Which That's, I meant to have the bring and have sitting on the table here. Right. I apologize. No, Because I don't own the the NECA one, which you do, right? I do, yeah. yeah. It's super neat. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to buy it at Flashback, but it was just too expensive. It, yeah, right. Those are. Um, again, I think I'm part. I think I'm part of the problem. I think I think my initial reaction was, uh, yeah, like my I don't want to say my horror icons to be clean, but he just, <laughs> but but sort of like he just he is I like a tidy icon. <laughs> what <laughs> can I say? Tidy icons. That's my. <laughs> uh, that's my next podcast. Only going to talk about who tidy is icon. the tidiest horror icon? Would you say Michael Myers? I mean, Michael's pretty, except for in the Rob Zombie ones. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, in the OG Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I would clean. say he's pretty clean. Yeah. Even Jason like like Friday 3 like he like that shirt looks pressed and Yeah. Um, you know, the water does him in, but Right. You know, after a while they Chucky all become Chucky in the tiny. original Child's yeah, Play is right. pretty he's fresh out of the box. Right. So he's pretty tidy. Exactly. Oh, that's turning me on. I was... But the longer these series go, the more uh, jacked <laughs> right. up they've all gotten. Right. The dirtier they all get. Right. Um, but no, it's... Freddie yeah. never stood a chance. I mean, the dude no, lived in a boiler room. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's are choices he made, though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I... Yeah, Victor, Victor Crowley is... Yeah, totally growing on me. I think it's awesome. I love Kane Hodder's performance. Yeah. Uh, and talk about, you know, again, he's a guy who now has successfully played more than one horror. I mean, icon, yeah, how cool is, is that? pretty amazing. Right. And having just watched so many Universal Monster movies, like, it's not easy for these guys to go from one horror right. icon to another. Right. Doesn't always work. Lon no. Chaney, I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, Bela Lugosi got to play Frankenstein's monster. Yes. Although I would argue he knocked out of the park as Igor. Sure. I mean, not not a monster right. in the same, right. but he was pretty great there. But uh, yeah. by the way, totally off subject, but... Yeah, that's fine. I was listening to a podcast about the monster movies, and they were referring to him... <laughs> oh, boy, you are down the rabbit hole. I am. They were referring to, referring to him, and I've heard him referred this way a few times as Bela. <gasps> Bela Lugosi? Yeah, and I think of when you and I went to... <laughs> AMC, and they were having tryouts. Was this for that. one of our first hangouts? It might have been. They were having tryouts was. for that IFC. I remember uh, movie game show. What was yeah. that called? Do you oh, remember? Shit, no, I have no idea. I just remember a guy trying out for it. He had a shirt covered in movie tickets. Do you remember that? No. He like he like I mean went full Project Runway on it. <laughs> where like he had movie he made it work. He did. He did. It was his make it work moment. <laughs> Um, and his shirt was just covered in movie tickets. I don't know if it was the same guy, but some guy, they asked a question about Bela Lugosi and he said, Bela, Bela Lugosi. Lugosi. Yeah. Um, 
and you and I found that very funny. So oh, every I was, time I, I was incensed, <laughs> I was like, "You can't be trying out for a movie trivia show and not know how to say Bella Lugosi." What was what was the name of that show? Hmm. I can't remember. Who wants to be a douchebag? Maybe, yeah. but every time on a podcast or something, they refer to him as, as Bela. Bela. All right. I'm like, maybe this guy was half right. Maybe. I don't know. He knew more than we did. Yeah, clearly. He was trying out for the show, and we weren't. <laughs> we were just there to judge the people that were. Erica insisted that we go. Yeah, She's like, you guys got to try out. Sure we will. <laughs> of course we will. We'll go and make jokes about exactly. the people who are right. trying out. We're still That's t- more our speed. <laughs> right. 100%. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry. It just No, that's fine. Bela. 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 Um, who's your favorite of the of the... Universal Monster performers. Are you a Karloff guy or are you? I mean, you I would a, always say guy? I'm a. Car- <laughs> Here I go with my <laughs> controversial opinions. Oh, I was always a big Karloff guy, yeah. and I still might be. But okay. Bela really won me over. Sure. This time around, between again, like he's he's he is Dracula. He like almost ruined it for anyone else. Right. Afterwards, but his Igor not Frank Langella. <laughs> true, I that dude correct. made it his own. <laughs> true, I stand I corrected. No problem with that with the John Bowne Dracula. <laughs> it's just not my Dracula. Right, no, I'm with you. Um, but yeah, he was pretty. Uh, he he may have taken over. Yeah. No, I don't know. Nah, I'm, I'm, now I'm gonna kick myself. It still might be Karloff, but okay. Uh, I love them both. All right. I know. There's <laughs> listen. There's more room controversial. To love. There's room to love. Both. Who's your favorite? I don't know. Well, the- I never thought about it, but I'm <laughs> not right. listening to Universal Monster podcasts. So, well, no, I went back and opinions. re-listened to. You must remember this, where she did a whole series on. Oh, I remember that. Um, Boris, she, Boris, and Bela. Boris and Bela. Right. Yeah. So I re-listened to that. I did listen to that one. Yeah. Did you listen to Gene and Roger? No. Okay, we'll talk about it after. Okay, but it's a whole series on. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, yeah. I have not yet. Okay, sorry. No, it's I'm good. Not. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget who it's through. The spool, the ringer, the maybe the ringer, maybe the ringer. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, though. yeah, it's good. Cool, cool. Anyway, uh, back to Hatchet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we were uh, Erica and I were talking on the. Rob Zombie House of a Thousand Corpses podcast that like his movies are fun because uh, or maybe this was with Heather because Heather and I just did a show for Corpse Club about his Halloween and Halloween 2. Can't wait. Um, And one of the things I said was like it's always fun to watch his movies because every time a new actor shows up it's somebody that you're happy to see. And Adam Adam Green has kind of borrowed that philosophy because everybody that shows up is somebody that you're happy to see particularly if you are an Adam Green dork like you and I are because then we get excited when Laura, Laura Ortiz yes. or Perry Shen shows up exactly. or like people from his company. And then he's also pulling in Zach Allegan and, mm-hmm. and uh, Tiffany Shepis yep. and, you know, other horror kind of royalty. Exactly. Lloyd, I love like Lloyd Kaufman's in that. It doesn't say anything, but he's in the back of uh well, that whole... It's so funny. When it pans across, it's, it's like, all... It's Steve Barton from Dread Central. It's Dave Parker. Yep. Mike Mendez. Mike Mendez is there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I get a kick out of all that. I was watching that with Erica and pointing out who everybody was, mm-hmm. you know. Does Erica care? I mean, yeah. You, okay. Yeah. Because I feel like... I'm not she saying... She asked me to point out who okay. people were. I'm not saying she doesn't care, but I feel like when I play that game with Christy, so I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Great. Okay. Can yeah. we watch Thor? <laughs> <laughs> um... 
Yeah, I mean, I was doing a little bit of that at the Victor Crowley screening because Erica was there and she had never seen a Hatchet movie. Oh, okay. So I was doing a little bit of like explaining like, oh, that's so-and-so and and this, uh, there's, you know, the cat, Axel the cat and like... I don't know if she cares, but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I get to be like, look, exactly. I get excited when Arwen shows up. Of course. Did you enjoy? Could you enjoy the Victor Crowley screening, knowing that you had to do the? Q&A? I mean, I was super nervous, but I will. I lost myself pretty quickly. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, like almost right was... away because that opening scene with Jonah Ray and uh, yeah. what's her name from the improv group, Kelly Vrooman. Is that right? I don't know. I think it's Kelly Vrooman. Okay, she's on the on the um, podcastathon that they do every year, yes. and she does improv. Uh, but that scene is so funny that I think I kind of forgot pretty quickly, and I just got so excited to be seeing a new hatch. That's movie. great. Yeah, I always meant to ask you that. Yeah. Plus, I knew that like with Adam Green, you can ask two questions, like, and he's, then he's going to be he's he's a pro. Yes, like he exactly. It's like doing Kevin Smith, where yeah, it's like, like I'm just going to say, yeah, it's he's gonna he's gonna be fine. Exactly. <laughs> so I really didn't need to be there. I just wanted to be there. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, you helped facilitate it, right? I did. I got the screening put together. Yeah, so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, selfishly because I wanted to see the movie. Oh yeah, but <laughs> so still, and happened to have a contact, you know, who was a horror fan, and so, um, yeah, no, that was super cool that yeah. we got to do that. Yeah, you know? no, yeah, that yeah. was that was awesome. I and mean, that was my first Hatchet movie on the big screen. Uh, okay. Um, but, I had gone yeah. to the digging up the marrow screening too, which was in like a little closet theater. It was not great, but uh, when he four-walled that. Oh, okay. And I'd already seen the movie. I wish I had done that. Yeah. Because I really, I really love... That's a movie I really love. Um, it's super good and doesn't get enough recognition. I totally agree. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's got a great, great jump scare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great watched, jump scare. We watched that here. We did. Was that the first time you saw it? First time I saw it, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, great, great jump scare. Uh, great mod that Alex party monster designs yeah those are super awesome. cool yeah digging up the marrow is awesome i was i was weirdly convinced when i first saw victor crowley like i knew it was mary beth i might have even brought this up at the q a as the camera pulls back and we know that somebody's watching the tv the post credit scene i was like halfway thinking it was going to be decker from digging up the no oh, how great with yeah. right shared universe kind of thing <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm down for that the fact that it's Daniel Harris as Mary Beth is way more satisfying. Way more satisfying. But I, yeah, yeah. yeah but that would have been, but that would have been like, neat. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder. What do you think of, um, I need to pull her name up because I don't, Tamara Feldman as the OG Mary Beth. And do we know why she didn't come back? I don't. Uh, I, I, feel I like know I've, I've heard, heard this, yeah. this story, but I don't remember. I feel like I did too. Um, she's fine. I, I actually, I feel bad that, um, that I know Danielle Harris will replace her. So there's a part of me that watching, watching Hatchet, I, I'm just longing for Danielle Harris sure. to be, you know well, what I mean? Which is unfair. I spend most of my days <laughs> longing for true. Danielle Harris. True, true, true. <laughs> uh, but I think, I think she's fine. And I was like struck this time, like when she finds her, her, Spoilers for Hatchet, I guess. Where she finds her... her <laughs> We've di- already ruined Victor Crowley, <laughs> yeah, which true. is four movies in. So, 
It's probably okay. Right. When she finds like she finds her, her dead father and brother, that scene was like very uh moving to me. Like she she kicked she she kicked ass. Um in that in in that scene in that moment it really struck me that this time around like oh no she's actually i think she's very good yeah i just uh again totally unfair to her um i'm excited when yeah. daniel harris eventually takes over but yeah no i like her but. yeah for me tamara feldman is doing ripley from alien and daniel harris is doing ripley from aliens oh that's great yeah um so they're playing two different versions of yeah, the character that's great so yeah. it's kind of because again it's She's the one who's like insisting that they go back into the swamp. She's the one who's like, I need to kill Victor Crowley, you know, uh, who has a vendetta. I mean, it's Ripley from from Aliens. But, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely wish that Daniel Harris had been on board. And I think it was like Adam Green has said, like, he didn't offer it to her because he didn't think she would take it. Oh, I couldn't remember the story. I couldn't remember if he did offer it to her and she couldn't, she couldn't do it. I don't or... think it was that. I okay. think he, like assumed that she wouldn't want to do it so maybe didn't even go out to her oh, interesting okay yeah but i um, can't remember why tamara feldman didn't want to come back i don't remember i know there's a story but i don't yeah. remember he's told it yeah but. he has um but no she's fine but like i said in yeah i just i love daniel harris so yeah 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 for sure. it yeah it felt like she was always meant to uh play that part yeah and I'm excited if, again, if, if we get a, a, a fifth one at the idea of her coming back and then also having Laura Ortiz, you know. Yes, 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 yes. Um, kicking ass. Do you, what, if, I was thinking about this. If, if a fifth one is made, what is it called? Right. Is it Hatchet 5 or is it Victor Crowley 2? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think it's Hatchet 5. No, I mean, because again, the whole point. Of calling it Victor Crowley was because fourth sequel doesn't right like it's and uh, it's in a different continuity and it's okay. Oh, I I thought it came down to like you know when you get that high in the numbers to be Hatchet Four right yeah I don't know for sure okay I thought it was like since we're ten years apart oh I like we're that in a different yeah. continuity even though it's the same continuity because Perry Shen is back as the same yeah. paramedic character yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't know exactly why. Again, I, at some point, I've known all these answers because Adam Green talks about yeah, this stuff, and he's very open about Same. all this stuff. Right. Um. But I don't know the answers right now. Okay. So, do you have a favorite kill from the franchise? Since oh, I feel like we haven't spent enough time talking about the franchise. No, oh, sorry. Are you doing um, the pilot from Victor Crowley? <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that whole scene. <laughs> favorite kill do you have a favorite kill while i'm thinking? i mean it's hard not to go with mrs permatio like because it's so iconic yeah i mean yeah that's where my head went i'm trying to think of something i think that's one because i asked kane hotter what his favorite kill from the hatcher franchise was and i think he said it was mrs permatio okay because it's so it is so good it is i mean and it's they hide the cut so well and it's so yeah they really do it's amazing. It is. It's really, really well done. Um, oh man, I want to come up with an answer for you. I'm, yeah, uh... there's. I mean, there's a good. There's good ones in every movie. 
you know, even the Felissa Rose one is pretty great just mm-hmm. because it's a cannibal Holocaust reference. And and she still giggles about it. Does like, she? I think, yeah, I think she loves it. Because um, I'll talk, I'll, I'll listen to the uh, uh, I was what's listening that podcast a while. Casualty Friday. Casualty Friday. I was listening for a while and I fell off. Um, I, did, I just like the three of them. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I mean, she would bring it would get brought up quite often, and okay. she always seemed like has a great sense of humor about it. She seems she has a great sense of humor about everything. Yeah, she does. She's, she does. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Uh, Derek Mears always sticks out to me because it just grosses me out the way his like head, like the just the look on his neck is like his yeah, yeah, yeah. body gets like pulled through him. Yeah. Um, I might like that one more if it wasn't so similar to Reverend Zombie in two. Yeah. Okay. That's and true. Reverend Zombie's payoff is a lot better. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because we get to see him completely skinned, yeah. whereas with Derek <laughs> right. Mears, we really just see it's the it's the Predator 2, Bill Paxton, like, <laughs> head and spine. Or it's right. Predator 1. It's Billy and Predator 1, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would uh, I would have liked that fight to go on a little longer. It was fun seeing, like, yeah. two big dudes, yeah. those two big dudes, like, you know, two guys who played Jason. Right. Um, yeah, that's my, my only qualm with that yeah it's a pretty short-lived it is fight there's nobody really who goes up against victor crowley that lasts very long no <laughs> no not at all you really like feel the weight of those kills though like they're yeah they're brutal yeah um i'm trying to think of my favorite one from i guess felissa rose would be my favorite from victor crowley from hatchet three uh, I don't know. Felissa Rose is my favorite from Victor Crowley, but okay. the uh, forgive me, I can't remember her the actress's name. The one who was like by Felissa Rose, who's on the ground. The one who's going to make the movie fake Jane Levy is what fa- I fake, referred to right. her, which is so uncool. But I don't have her name right, right in front of me either. Her her death feels it's brutal, but that's just when Laura Laura Ortiz is watching as he just stomps on her face. That one gets me every time. Katie Booth. There you go, Katie. Sorry, Katie. Um, Sorry, Katie. In case you're listening to this. You're not fake, Jane Levy. You're real Katie Booth. (laughs) You are. The the few times I've seen Victor Crowley, well, obviously I didn't know about it the first time, but the (laughs) the few times I've seen it since, I always forget about that death, and it always uh, takes me off guard when he just steps on her face. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it is rough. Um, Yeah, three... Again, Derek Mears is one for me. Okay. Um, I mean, Caroline Williams gets her. She just gets her head pulled. Gets off. her head pulled off. It's <laughs> it's memorable. Sure. I actually like uh, Victor Crowley's death in three too. I like the melting. Oh yeah, gets the ashes. Yeah, yeah. Him. That's kind of cool. I like his death at the end of two. Oh my god, it's so great. It's so great with the shotgun. Yep. Yeah. And again, I just love where it cuts. Uh, yeah. Both of them, one and two, the way they cut. Where Victor Crowley cuts is pretty awesome, too. I mean, actually, where yeah. all of them cut, because I like the cut on Mary Beth yeah. gasping in, yes. in three. Yeah, yeah, I did, too. Um, a real Jon Snow moment, folks. I'll take you your thought, word for you it. You thought I was going to go a whole episode without talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Have you rewatched it recently? Uh, no, but we have discussed... Giving it another go. Okay. 
Uh, we have not watched it since the series. Is ended, there a new show coming? There is. When does that come? Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. House of the Dragon. So will you rewatch the whole series yeah, before yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. Even though it's a prequel. Oh, um, okay. We will watch it. Okay. George has always said he will. George. Not, it's George. George. It's just George. Yeah. He will. He will not write stories post uh, a Song of Ice and Fire. So Game of Thrones. Like got we, it. we will not get stories that take place afterwards. If okay. you want any stories, it's got to be before. So wow, why is yeah. that? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm not sure. I'll give him a call. Okay, because uh, uh, George Lucas, it. same thing, didn't write the stories that came after. Only wrote the stories that came yeah. before. So maybe when also named George. <laughs> right. So I didn't know which George you meant. <laughs> You're right. I'm. Will George Lucas write stories that take place after A Song of Ice and Fire? Uh, that's a great question. Yeah. I call him Luke. <laughs> so I'll I'll message him. Too. Okay. So Thank when you. I'm talking about them, George is George R. Martin. Luke is George Luke Lucas. Luke is yes. George Lucas. Got it. Yeah, just so we're straight. Got it. Um, in our friendship, who's Adam Green and who's Joe Lynch? God, I feel like I'm. I feel like you are. Oh, I feel like I'm going. <laughs> I don't. I feel like I'm going to. I don't want to insult either one of them. And whoever <laughs> I choose for myself, I feel bad. I mean, I feel like. Height wise, <laughs> you're the Joe Lynch. Okay. Um, no, I'm 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 the cat in Holliston. Uh, <laughs> Axel, please. Yeah, Axel. Sorry, he makes a cameo in Victor Crowley. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not smart or funny enough to be either one of them. <laughs> That's nonsense. But uh, you're talking nonsense right now. I do love them both. Me too. Have you been watching Creep Show? Uh, I've say I've not watched his episodes yet okay. this season. Okay, so I'm excited to watch him, but I haven't yet. Did okay. you, have you been watching him? I'm just catching up now, so I've only seen one of his. I okay. saw the familiar, but I know he did at least one more that I haven't seen yet. So yeah, I think he did two. That's what I thought, like last season. But you saw his two from season two. Yes, I did. Okay, yeah, they were good. Yeah, they are good. I love Joe Lynch. Me too. I I don't love this creep show as much as I want to. Same. Okay, I agree, but. But it's fun. Yeah, it is fun, and yeah. I get excited um, whenever he does anything. Yeah. So, and Adam's working on something now, isn't he? I think so. I haven't listened to Movie Crypt in a while. It's always kind of dependent on who the guest is. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think it's a secret, but I think he has been. It's always a secret. Well, right. <laughs> True. So it may be Hatchet 5. Yeah. But it could be something totally new because I know he doesn't necessarily like to just make hatchet right. movies and they're hard to make. And, right. Um, yeah. I mean, I get excited whenever he has something new. Oh, about. yeah. Me too. So hopefully we'll get one soon. Yeah. Anything else about the hatchet franchise you want to talk about? No. Again, I really enjoy them. Um, Me too. I go back to them, like we said, like the way I would the Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. Um, they again, like for personal reasons, like it makes me think of you, and, uh, and I, that actually that means too. a lot to me to hear you say that. Well, so good, thank you. It's true, and uh, no, I I love them. I love everybody involved, and again, like they're just they're the type of movie that I wish. Uh, yeah, if if I could make movies, I'd want to do something. Um, what is it like about that. them that you want to reproduce? I don't know. I I think in a also you can make movies and have made movies uh, and have won awards for uh, making movies. So I don't know. If, yeah. 
I can say right. if I could make movies, and that's a true statement. <laughs> but I can't. But that's not true when you say it. You're very nice, but I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do what what he does. There, there's. I love that he can make horror movies that are also again fun. Yeah. I, I don't mean. I don't mean to like uh, make them sound smaller than they are, but they're. Yeah, they're just they're 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 fun. They're they're made by someone who. You you could tell like how much he in, enjoys this genre and how much passion he puts into these films and these projects and it just comes through and I just uh, I, you know everyone who talks about making these movies yes they're hard to make obviously but yeah. I think everyone has a good time and it's in, infectious his enthusiasm and it just comes off uh, off the screen to me um, that yeah that if I if if I could do it I'd love to make horror movies but I don't want to make uh, I wouldn't want you know, I'd want to make something that'll put a smile on your face. Okay. Um, at the end of your day, the the short, uh, the last short uh, I made again is not is not this, but for the long, but it it has it has an ending that I would hope put would put a smile on your face. And yeah, until I figured sure. until I figured that out, every ending um, I thought of was just too dark. Okay. Not, oh, I'd be they, curious to hear what the other endings were. I, I, we'll have to talk about that. None of them were were, were any good, but they were all <laughs> just more. They were, yeah, they were dark, and it just wasn't me. So when okay. I when I cracked that, when I when I, you know, th- that's what what excited me about about it. When I figured out like, oh, you know, maybe I could do this and still put, you know, make this again dark story, but maybe we'll hopefully put a smile on your face mm-hmm. when you leave. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what Adam Green movies do okay. for me. Do you watch his shorts also? Oh yeah, I've okay. seen a bunch of his shorts. Yeah, have you seen the most recent one? Ah, uh, yes, Ghost Dog. Yeah, Ghost Dog. Is it called Ghost Dog? Yeah, I think it is. Okay, the most positive it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> um, I like a couple years ago we watched we watched here on Scary Movie Night the, the trick or treating one. Yeah, I almost I programmed that one again. Just take one because that's one yeah, of my just favorites. take one. Yeah, that one is. Uh, I really like that, that one's one. hilarious. Evie yeah. watched. We showed because I can't show the girls. All of those, but we watched the one. Uh, I can't remember any of their names. So the one with like the monster in the closet. Oh yeah, monster um, problems. Thank you, monster problems. That is a good one. Um, yeah, there's another. No, I really, yeah, I, I love his shorts. I like the. I don't remember the name of it. The one where they get the coffin and they open it up, and there's oh. a puppet inside. Yeah, right, that right. Laura Ortiz is voicing, <laughs> yeah. and they all freak out yeah. about the. I don't remember the name of it though. I, mean, I love her. She's great. Uh, no, those Bring shorts are super back, fun. you monster. I know. They want to do it. I know. I know. And it keeps seeming like there's going to be a place for it, and then something falls through. So it seemed like Shudder was going to be the answer. Yeah, that was Maybe the it still will be. I don't know. But Maybe this podcast will... You think? Yeah. This is the thing that's going to bring <laughs> yeah. Halston back? Totally. All right, well, bring Halston back, you monsters, because <laughs> I could probably recite that series. I've watched it so many yeah, times. I'm sure you could. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for another successful Scary Movie Month. Thank you, Mike, for talking about these movies with me. Thank you. It's been super fun. Thank you. This and it's great to have you back. And you'll be back again uh, in about a week Yeah, to talk No Time to Die. This is coming out on Sunday. It'll be out on Halloween. We won't release a regular episode then this week uh, on Wednesday because just can't keep doing two shows a week, everybody. Uh, but the following week, hopefully Mike, you'll come back and we'll do no time to die. I can't wait to do it. All right. Fun. 
Uh, thank you guys, as always. Uh, go to fthismovie.com for content every day. Follow us on Twitter at fthismovie. Email us at fthismoviepodcast at gmail.com. Like and subscribe our show wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again, Mike. Happy Halloween, everybody. Listening to FS Movie.